0: Okay, well, we're back. Um, I'm upset. We had a great, uh, we had a great discussion going. Riveting um, conversation. But my phone decided not to record it, so
1: it involved low-level tax fraud. Low-level tax fraud. The county clerk's
0: uh, office. <laughs> the county clerk's office. Um, license plate renewal. Um, Michael
1: Douglas' cell phone from the feature film Wall Right.
0: Um, and then premenopausal.
2: This rundown is more interesting than the conversation <laughs> I was. I don't know about all that. <laughs>
0: just because you don't find it interesting doesn't mean everyone will find it interesting. I disagree. I think you're just worried that somebody might hear it and judge you. That's what it is. <laughs> Dude,
2: I don't think I, there's nothing to judge about. Getting also, I love your I love your, your, I love your shirt. Redone. Do you? Uh, here's a plug for you. Some people I know from First Baptist Joel and their daughter runs a company called TriStar Tees. Mm. And they make really awesome U T stuff and all the proceeds go to an orphanage in Africa.
0: Tri Star T's, no free shout outs.
2: <laughs> a friend of the show, Tri Star Tees. Friend T's. of the show. I don't know. I don't know, right? They got a ton. They have one that's just Dolly's face on it, but it's like an orange and white. See, she's the queen. Dolly is Man, I would be sad when that queen dies.
0: Do you think if like it moved to where the states all voted their play, own presidents, do you think anybody would beat Dolly Parton in Tennessee? No. Like if for whatever reason we moved to that reality
1: mm, no. Yeah. no nobody comes to mind
0: no I don't think so either um, I, obviously it has to be a person that's alive oh
1: well so not yeah. Davy Crockett Toby Mac would name make- I love no, how Crockett. I just explained I love
0: how I was just like what if states had to elect their own presidents and I just skipped over <laughs> the fact that we just do that but it's called a governor Like we're already, it's also called a president we're already doing that I'm just saying, like, what if we were in a world where states had their own leaders that worked together in a larger government? <laughs> it's like Jordan, we do. It's called the governor of the state, and it's Bill Lee. Um, Dolly Parton should definitely run for political office. I'd vote for. Her. Oh gosh, I'd vote for her twice. Yeah. I'd, I'd create a fake identity just to vote for Dolly Parton twice. Uh, Frank Caliendo, who's the, he's the comedian that like does impersonations. i heard that in a long time. Yeah. He had a bit where he was, like, making fun of... He, he was doing... Well, not making fun of, but he was doing his George Bush impersonation, which is, like, really, really good. And he And he was like, everybody thinks that I don't like George Bush. He's like, you gotta understand, I voted for George Bush, like, 12 times in Ohio. He was like... <laughs> he was like, I went in as Bill Clinton. I went in as John Madden. He was like, nobody loves... He, he said, nobody loves George Bush more than the 12 people I pretend to be on a daily basis. <laughs> I always thought that was good. Uh, so we're we're at the well, I guess you could say penultimate episode of our first quote-unquote season because yep. we're going to do a talk, another episode to discuss the movie. Wow. Well, um, just take a second but to okay. read that in. Okay. Quidditch. Wow. Tastes good. Quidditch. <laughs> we started with mispronunciation of Wizarding <laughs> World's finest sport and here we're here. Yeah, so we're going to discuss the final chapter of Sorcerer's Stone tonight um, or, or today whenever you're listening to this. Um but it's a—it's uh, not necessarily Short Jeopardy, but we're going we, to do it on its own because it is kind of the, not kind of, it is certainly the climax of the book. And then, but toward like the back half, there's just some more kind of just fluff. But I mean, obviously we have to talk about the big reveal and, and fight and all that kind of stuff. Um, is there anything that we need to get into before we...
1: No, maybe, maybe like
0: a previously on? Previously on... Here's Slug Club Radio. Uh yeah, so like where are we? We they they went through the obs the obstacle course. I used to always mispronounce that and I would just call it an obstacle course. And the reason is is because I think I had a, a relative that said obstacle.
1: <laughs> I feel like your dad would do that just to to mess with you.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Just to like set you up for failure.
0: We don't need to get into it.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Obsta- my, dad, my
0: dad set me up for nothing but success. Um, <laughs> obsta- yeah, I prefer- what's a word that, like, before we get into it, let's just do it. What's a word just for the life of you you can't pronounce?
2: Uh, so, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Pretty much any words that combine an R and an L, like, multiple times or, like, in a sentence, if you have to do R's and L's multiple times in a sentence, can't do it.
0: So, like, you mean, not a whole sentence, but, like, a word that, because uh, I'm trying to picture what you mean. I'm trying
2: to remember, I was singing Lulu a Lemon. in the car. There's
0: no R's in those.
1: Oracle. Does it have to have
2: both? Yeah. Oh. it's It's like the, like, Oracle is one, but, like, your whole, it's all, like, back here. Yeah, you, you really get to, you really get
0: the deep neck going. <laughs> yeah, you,
2: you know, but if you have to do, You really, like, you really get the Spongebob like, neck Like, Oracle, 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 you know, it's just, I don't know, that's a hard one for me. R's and L's. Who knew? You have a word.
1: Nothing comes to mind. No, I I have words that I have like strong opinions on how they should be pronounced. Oh,
0: let's do that. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Like, um, like, um, it's mischievous. Not, not mischievous. mischievous, right? Thin. I think if there's an I before that O, I I don't. I'm gonna slip that
2: word. In I I think if funny. I say anything other
0: than mischievous, I say. Mischievous. I don't add the extra I. Yeah, it's,
2: it's not an extra I. The I is there. Also, not a
0: mischievous. It's v o u s, is it not? V i v u s.
2: I think it's v
0: o u s. There's no I. There's no I. It's mischievous.
2: Well, if that is the correct spelling, then I am saying. Because wrong. the the I'm root word is the
0: root word is the root word is mischief, which is m i s c h i e. Yeah, it's just V O U S. Right, but I'm for for sorry. so long we've done. Let's do this. Yeah, we've said, we've done. We've added the better. extra I. Right.
1: Similarly, divisive is. It's not divisive. Better that. than divisive for me. Ooh, or
2: um, applicable, not applicable. Yeah.
0: My phone is being so dumb and it keeps cutting things off. We were talking about how things are pronounced. Evan, you said you you have an issue when people put emphasis. On the wrong parts of words.
2: Yes, when the emphases are put on the wrong words. In fact, when the the
0: emphasis is on the incorrect syllable.
2: (laughs) Yes. It drives me crazy. So, like, the one that always got me, we had a friend in high school who would say green beans. Green beans. Just like that. So, like, hey, you want to go get some fried green beans at the Applebee's?
0: Oh, that's annoying.
2: (laughs) At the Applebee's. I miss, Apple, I miss
0: Applebee's. <laughs> do you Do you
2: miss our table at the Applebee's? <laughs> the booth. For was, that, was that what yeah, it was, it was a a called? Booth, yeah.
0: It has a Twitter account. I can find it. It's somewhere.
2: <laughs> we We had that. a booth at an Applebee's, a la How I Met Your Mother, at Mac- McLaren, McLaren's, McLaren's. Yeah. McLaren's.
0: It's something Irish. Yeah, it was
2: a good sound. yeah. And what? Kim. Oh, yeah. It's our waitress. Kim, who... I had a weird obsession with Blake Griffin and called him "Old Shovel Face." <laughs> Do you remember, that? dude?
0: That is something that I've completely forgotten. <laughs> yes, she said he has a shovel face. Blake I've
1: Griffin, never if you're listening, that. we don't think him. Blake was Griffin
0: true. was traded the Nets today. How about that? Um, I, I I had somebody say peanut butter one time, mm. but there's mm. speaking of peanut, peanut butter. Speaking of peanut butter, you say a word that makes me so angry when you say it. <laughs> So the candy that's chocolate and peanut butter, which is the I would argue the most iconic American candy. Not not the little things that you're talking about, but just the Reese's. Right. But you pronounce you choose, you choose. This isn't how you were raised. This is this
2: is how I was raised.
0: Oh, so it's your parents' fault? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Maybe it's
2: a Norman thing. I don't
0: know. It's not it's it's an incorrect thing.
2: (laughs) I mean, we can agree to disagree. It's incorrect
0: whether it's north of the Mesa-Dixon line or not. <laughs> not true. <laughs> you pronounce the word how. Don't be ashamed of it if you're, if you're committed to it.
2: Reese's. PCs. Can you explain? <laughs> can you explain? Do you, you,
1: do you do it when it's not PCs? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just, a kay. Reese's cup. But I will say, if I'm just saying, like, I want a Re I would probably say I want a Reese's. Oh, well, that's. No, I just say I want a Reese's. What about yeah, the cereal? Reese's. No, the
0: you, cereal. you're consistent. You're con- you, yeah. There's one thing I'll say about you. You're consistent. You're certainly consistently wrong.
2: I mean, yeah, like if. I, I'm not like putting it on. I'm not trying to. Is it to just. Be is, it different, ha- like, is it like, habitual it. now at this point? It's just what I call it. Like, that's my word for it. That's what we say. My no. Family, everybody in my family says Reese's. Why? That's just how we were taught. I don't know.
0: But, in fairness... But, like, do you... But, like, here's my... Here's the rub. <laughs> okay, what's the rub? Like, you know that that's... Inco- like, <laughs> you know that that's incorrect. Right? But like, you know... Can you tell it.
2: people how many times we've had this conversation, by the way? Never... Like, this is not our first Never
0: time. on the record.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. Well, maybe on the candy episode of Sunday Matinee. Oh, that's
0: another podcast. Yep. So Sunday Matinee brought to you by myself and Mason Ross and found anywhere fine podcasters found. Um... <laughs> probably um, but like i just want to hear you say like it, it's like it's i'm i will let it slide we can never have the discussion again and i mean that if you will like just admit to me like you know that that's objectively incorrect if you just make the choice
2: i don't know that because i've never heard anybody tell me that is an incorrect like
0: so here's you, a, here's a, here i'll let you do it cuz you're, you're you're less emotional you're less you're less emotionally attached than i am three
1: three <laughs> three obvious things it is spelled Reese. Her, her, p- apostrophe s if you met a man named reese Reese's you would not you would not call that man Reese. nor not would a man you call reese it's a cup named reese <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it has an apostrophe it's, it's reese different. apostrophe s sure maybe okay. it's like a poetic apostrophe where they're abbreviating parts of it see like now my, you're choosing to be one, contrarian my, you're my, choosing to be difficult
1: my, my third one will absolutely prove this and we can do it. We can do it live. Let me, can I guess? We'll do it live. Can I guess? Say I pronounce no, the word pieces. No, no, that's that's number two. Number three is coming. <laughs> number number two is there were enough of you that they were like when we make a small candy we need to make something that rhymes with Reese's so they picked the word pieces and Evan decided to make that one also pronounced incorrectly so that it would be mean, Reese's pieces. Third one, and this will prove it. We can pull it up on we can pull it up on video. The cereal is called Reese's Puffs, and when when in the back in the like late '90s, they put out commercials where they had crowds of people chanting "Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs." I hear Reese's. <laughs> Maybe it's observation <laughs> bias now.
2: Like, Literally, I, no, I, just, I hear Reese's. I've, <laughs> I've lost. Confirmation. I've
0: button, lost some, some quantity of sleep over the. How long I've known you since so two thousand? Since since two thousand and five, I've known you. Yeah. Sixteen years, that I've that you were. That I knew you existed. Like exist- yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: you were in my you were in my sphere. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and like I've lost some amount of it, it's a, my loss oh, of sleep yeah. has accumulated over those sixteen years sure. over this very topic. Like if you don't even have to say it, if you'll just look me in the eye and nod and admit that <laughs> you're doing it to be difficult and because it's like a meme at this point.
2: No, I like. You're you're acting like this isn't just in my head like when I think about this word. It's 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 not like I secretly when nobody's around I'm like, man, what a Reese's cup. No, that's, that's, not, that's, cool
0: not question, that's not that's not the question. That's not the question I'm asking. What I'm asking is do you know that the word Hold on. Candy for breakfast? have you been? Not candy. A real How about Reese's for breakfast? I said candy for
2: breakfast? Passes.
0: Ben, not candy Reese's peanut butter puffs a real crunchy cereal Slide's I... <clears throat> Reese's peanut butter puffs I so say
2: Reese's
0: No, it's <laughs> not listen it, it's not your fault okay I'm gonna have to go Robin Williams from Goodwill Will Hunting on <laughs> it's not your fault <clears throat> what I'm the question I'm asking is not like I
2: know what
0: you're asking me like but you're choosing why don't I change no no, no I I I, that's then what
2: is your question?
0: They, you've it's heard my question. It, the question is, I'm not requiring you to change or even asking you to change. The question I'm asking is, like, do you know that it's objectively Reese's and Pieces? Because right now, you're choosing to not sure. even... Okay, okay. We can that's on. But yours. I'm still
2: going to say Reese's Pieces. Fine. That's, that's how I call cool. it.
0: Cool, totally cool. This is the cool. <laughs>
2: truth. You totally can't cool. tell me I'm wrong. But in the 16 right.
0: years I've known you, this is a breakthrough moment because you've never oh, even no, you've, like, never, you've never asked me
2: that
0: You've never even decided <laughs> you've never until this point decided to admit that you know that the word pieces is not objectively pronounced pieces.
2: What if based I on context that word that way and you didn't know?
0: It if so. you like I've never
2: used the word Listen. Pieces <laughs> listen, yeah, if you if you <laughs> one day you just hear me say hey guys, PC of pie. Over the one there. thing I
0: respect, <laughs> the one thing I respect above anything else in life is intellectual consistency. So if you, if you were to commit to the bit, and every time you said peace, you said PC. Uh-huh. I'm going to I'm... do that now. <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's you exclusive. That's fine. And I if got you
1: to ever meet enter... a man named Reese. You must call him Reese. Hey, yo, Reesey. <laughs> oh. I love
0: that. Anyway. Are we still recording? Thank God. <laughs> um, so the the, the the goal is to finish up... Ah! Oh, hey, Bubba. The goal is to finish up um, the first book in the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. This evening we've got the final chapter. Um, so I think we've sufficiently, um, you know, gone all... Of, we've covered the, the board with various darts that we've wanted to talk about, different topics. So why don't we take a brief... Uh, Sponsor <laughs> it was a Brief quotation mark, sponsor break. Listen to some royalty free tunes. Eat some Reese's PCs. Eat some Reese's PCs. I wish we had <laughs> some green beans. Eat some green beans some covered butter. in peanut butter. <laughs> um and then we'll come right back to talk about the final chapter. So who wants to uh who wants to get us into the Samari of the, uh, of the final chapter. I gotcha. Evan, oh, oh wait, I thought you were not, so Evan gave a a subtle nod, and I couldn't tell if it was like, Will, you're up, or I got it, so.
2: No, no, we'll We'll, we'll cover this the last time, so
1: I'll. We'll go back and forth, you do a word, I'll do a word, you do a word, I'll do a word. That. Would take 20 minutes. (laughs) I
0: don't think you understand how the game works, will you?
2: (laughs) You took way too many words. Uh.
0: Chapter 17,
2: right? Chapter 17, and I would like to officially entitled, rename this okay. as Harry Potter and the Exposition Drop. Because that is what this entire chapter is. It's almost entirely dialogue, to be honest with you, which is totally fine because you have a lot of questions you need answers. Um We never actually did catch people up from the last episode. So where we left everybody off, they've gone through the obstacle obstacle um the obstacle ron is passed out in the chess match we left hermione in the potion room and we don't know what happened with her we think she was going back to get ron but we don't know if it worked harry has walked into uh this big chamber and there's a person and we got left off of the cliffhanger by who it was and it was Quirrell. querenius how,
0: how adjacent to the... Because you said chamber. I wonder how adjacent that is to the Chamber of Secrets. Because they said it's far below the school, isn't it?
2: I uh, wonder, it can't be the same
0: chamber. No, I, I just said adjacent. <laughs> There'd be <laughs> a snake in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> does it, does it <laughs> anyway, it's a
2: snake. Yeah, there's too many chambers below the school. Also, the school question. How does Voldemort...
0: Voldemort would have certain, most certainly known how to get down there. Because he knew what the Chamber of Secrets is. Anyway,
2: this is not, this has,
0: this is is no importance. I, I just have a, I have a problem with word vomit when things come to my mind.
2: It's good. Uh, Don't lie to me. We we have many questions actually about (laughs) Haltmark by the end of this chapter. Um, It it bears pointing out that the illustration for this chapter is Quarrel taking a turban off his head with what appear to be stink lines coming out of a hole. Oh, the illustration? Yeah. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's. Yeah.
0: We're not there yet. No, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm sure underneath that turban, it just smells like eight layers of just garbage. It's never
2: explained why it does. But, uh... Well,
0: well, I mean, he always stuffed garlic under there, right? They said his his turban always smelled of garlic. Wait.
2: So, to spoil it, it's Voldemort underneath there. Whoa, chill! (laughs) (laughs) We're basically there. So... (laughs)
1: Whoa. So you mean to
2: tell me that Coral not only has Voldemort's face covered up this entire time, but he's also just stuffing garlic back in Voldemort's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda like that image actually. Yeah. So Voldemort's uh, just like <laughs> 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 no, 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 no Uh It is Coral. Harry is totally bewildered and shocked. He has no idea why this has happened. He of course still, still looking Coral in the face, thinks that it must have been Snape somehow. He is committed. More committed than I am to Reese's Pieces, Harry is committed to res- Snape. Like
0: I said, I respect intellectual consistency.
2: He's committed to this. Uh, Quirrell is, of course, all too happy to entertain the uh, serial killer prerogative, which is that they have to talk about the reasons they did what they did and they monologue for a while. It's supposed to leave, but
1: before, before we do that, before we move off to the Snape thing. Yeah, yeah. So useful to have him swooping around like an overgrown bat. Mm-hmm. Continue.
2: Yeah, Snake Watch. <laughs> We're still proving <laughs> that he's a vampire by the end of this podcast.
0: I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm retreading. Do you think he's a vampire? or You just think he's a he's a bat. Do you think he's a vampire?
1: Yeah, a vampire. Okay. Who turns into a bat? Yeah,
0: maybe. Got it. Although
2: we don't actually see him as a bat. I guess. No,
1: because
0: like. Yeah. Sorry. We'll do that. We'll have we'll we'll table this discussion until uh, wrap up. I'll
2: do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so we get caught up on a bunch of the things we've wondered about throughout the book. For instance, it was actually Quirrell who was trying to kill Harry in the Quidditch match. I said that correctly just for you. Uh, he was putting the, the curse on him. Snape was actually saving Harry. He was up muttering the counter curse. Hermione broke Quirrell's eye contact when she, uh, knocked him over on her way to light a professor's robes on fire. Let's never forget that, by the way. Uh, we get some good stuff about the troll. The troll was, of course, led in by Quirrell. He has a throwaway line. I don't really understand the importance of it. Uh, I have a special gift with trolls, which is apparently bludgeoning them into unconsciousness. <laughs> the I don't know why that's a special gift with twor- uh, trolls, but fine.
0: I think it was just to make him not seem like such a useless idiot.
2: Yeah, I guess Probably so. because,
0: like... Voldemort probably got him Voldemort and Voldemort probably got him through a lot of the other obstacles. Yeah. But it just so happened that like Coral was good with trolls, so he could like handle that one himself. Because otherwise yeah. you're like, why would he choose Coral? He's a total baboon.
2: Yeah. We do find out the, the troll was there to distract, yes, but also he says it did fail to beat you to death to Harry. So he also intended this troll to cause bodily harm. Uh, but if you had a dog, didn't you manage to, to bite Snape's leg off properly? Ah, bad guy problems, man. So, uh, it's at this point that they notice, Harry notices, there is a um, mirror in the room. Mmm. Mm. Uh.
1: What have we seen a mirror
2: before? So, so, remember again that this book, more than the others, is laid out like a video game. So, whenever you learn a new skill or encounter a new item, it comes back later. Hold to on to really this. Important. This
0: might become in hand- This might come in <laughs> yeah. handy later.
2: We learned when Guardian Leviosa. Oh, I'll use that next chapter. You ever
0: been forced to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, either I'm from not baby? Forced. I well, I'm just saying. Like I always watch it because my little right. Okay, yeah. so you're babysitting or you're with children, so it's on. Yep. That's yeah, that's what they do with the, the mouse tools. Yes, it's like let's yes. store this in the what's the little what's the little tool guy's name. Uh,
2: couldn't tell you. But
0: whenever they find something when, you know, ex, you know on an excursion, they say, "Let's let's store this in the tool thing because it might come in handy later." That's pretty much Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone at all times.
2: Yes, 100%, 100%. Which we can talk more about that later. There's some overarching literary choices that are different in this book as far as how she composed it and the way it comes off compared to the other ones. I we to talk about later, but uh, there's a mirror it's a mirror of Arased. if you recall the person who sees the mirror and looks in it will see a reflection of themselves um, with their deepest their hearts, desire yeah, their deepest heart's desires. truest desire yeah, yeah. Uh, so Coral wants to find the stone that is what they're doing here that's what he is looking in the mirror for and um, he can't figure out how it works though I see the stone I'm presenting it to my master but where is it Harry struggled against the ropes binding him, but they didn't give. He had to keep Quirrell from giving his whole attention to the mirror. I love J.K. Rowling mentions that several times. That Harry is trying, like objectively, as a 12-year-old, trying to distract Quirrell from like finishing his goal here, which I think it's hilarious that it works. Like he just keeps him monologuing the whole time. It's Syndrome (laughs) from The Incredibles. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it keeps him busy. Uh, we find out. There is a, a head on the back of Coral's head. The turban comes off. There's a face. It has the most awful eyes he has ever Harry has ever seen. Black like a doll's eyes.
0: Oh, is that what, what they said? It?
2: No. Uh, I was like, I was,
0: because that was like, that would be a really good, dis- I was like, I don't remember that one, but I was like. It's from Jaws. Oh. Like a doll's <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Because um, I was like, if they actually said that, that's like a really creepy thing to say in um, what's mostly a children's book, <laughs> like like a doll's eyes? I remember that now. Quint,
2: right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Quint. Uh, I'm watch that movie again. said a reminder to watch Jaws. <laughs> the The reveal is actually really good. Coral uh, is frustrated. He says, "What does this mirror do? How does it work? Help me master." And the next line is, And to Harry's horror, a voice answered, and the voice seemed to come from Quirrell himself. Use the boy, use the boy. And uh, Harry gets called over. He has to look into the mirror. Harry sees himself uh, pulling the blood-red stone and putting it in his pocket. And then he actually feels the stone drop into his pocket. So the magic of this mirror works such that, and Dumbledore's went later, yeah. but whoever wants to find the stone, find it but not use it. Can find it. So Harry, looking at the mirror, is able to get the stone actually into his pocket, whereas Quirrell couldn't. How it's stored within the mirror, we don't really know. Magic. Who knows?
0: I think it's kind of like um, in Infinity War, mm. where Doctor so cool. Strange has the, oh. the Time Stone, um, and like they always try to grab it, and it's not actually in the eye of Agamotto, and like he hid it. Only where he could grab it. And so, yeah. like, it was like, it was hidden until he, and he didn't have to do an incantation or anything like that. It was only he knew how to grab it for a specific purpose. Like, only he could summon it. And then there's that, where he gives it to Thanos, he just kind of brings it out of midair. It's kind of like that. I have a question before you move on about Quarrel, because I'm, he, I think, in, I don't know if he says it in the book, but in, I remember in the movie he said, Who would suspect Poole stuttering P- P- Professor Quirrell? He does. Um, um i'm i'm at odds at what how useless he actually is Be, and because i i don't think quirl is excessively useless or powerless because he's got a knack for dealing with trolls we just talked about that but he seems to have some kind of acumen with magical creatures or dark magical creatures he just inherently he also has the ability to do incantations and jinxes without the
2: verbal of, magic. Or the use of a wand.
0: Or the use of a wand.
2: That's a question I have later.
0: Today. And then he's also... Uh, he's. I mean, Harry Potter, again, is an 11-year-old. He's able to subdue an 11-year-old and tie him up, again, without any verbal magic. Do you think that the whole... Because I think Hagrid says something like, he went into the Forest Albania and he came out and was never the same. So you think this is just... An act, or do you think he really is useless and he's getting some kind of power from Voldemort? Are you of no. the mind that he's just he's putting on an act, like he went in the Albanian forest, something went wrong, and he came back, and now he's skittish? I
2: don't think anything went wrong in Albania. He no, had no, no, Voldemort
0: in Albania. Right, but he, yeah. you know, that's what Hag- Hagrid's point was. He came back from Al- force of Albania was never really the same. Yeah. So he's probably, maybe that's the narrative he's trying to preach, but, like, he's obviously not completely useless because he's able to avoid detection for several months and far enough to get to the Mirror of Erised. Or do we think that, like, how much, is is Voldemort just, like, a um, a passive parasite? Or is he getting some kind of power from Voldemort?
2: I I don't know what Will's thoughts are here, but, I mean, from what we gather, one, it does seem like a complete act because he puts on the stutter. When he starts acting right. again like that to prove to Harry, this has been an act. This is who I am. Yeah. Uh, two, Voldemort here we're about to get to, but he actually says he can't have a body unless he's attached to somebody. And he had to drink Unicorn's blood just to... Coral had to drink Unicorn's right. blood for Voldemort. So it doesn't seem like Voldemort's bringing anything to the table here. Yeah. It seems like he's leeching off of Coral entirely.
0: So Coral, I think even absent of Voldemort, is a bad guy. Because he allowed Voldemort to enter a symbiotic relationship with him.
1: Yeah, I
0: think right. I or was I, he just like?
1: I guess I've always assumed that he had sort of the same relationship with him that Wormtail does later in the books, where it's like.
2: He, too afraid to back out.
1: He's a well, no, well that he's a follower. Not not no. that not that far in the books, but he, he's a he's a follower who, <clears throat> like, wants to serve. Voldemort um and potentially gets some power from that relationship maybe but mostly he just wants to be on on that
0: what he perceives to be the winning side
1: yeah
0: yeah
2: I think I mean I'm trying to think of specific examples but I mean it would be a common trope in movies and TV and probably books I don't read enough uh that like, you know, a cult leader, serial killer, whatever, they oftentimes have very charismatic personalities. People are very drawn to them. That's why they get a following in the first place. And one of the things, for instance, um, I've had to go through like a bunch of child protection training for what I do for a living and stuff. So one of the things they teach you about like watching out for sexual um, assault on kids and child abuse is grooming. And special like special treatment of people, so the sexual predator will make a kid feel very special. They're useful. They have this specific job given to them, and the kid loves the praise, loves the relationship, and that very much seems like what Voldemort does to people, is he makes them feel like you are so lucky to be with me and to be used by me in this way. Yeah, he does it would, to like Coral. He
0: does it to Bellatrix too. Exactly to some
2: extent, and he doesn't actually care about any of these people. He's just using them. But it seems like Coral was probably brainwashed into, like, a very charismatic personality. Met him, a ghosty ghost of Voldemort. Yeah,
0: because I've always been, like, even, like, to the age of now, was always, like, I was like, okay, I get it, but, like, Coral's kind of, like, a kind of bad guy. Like, I don't know, you could have just gotten somebody yeah. that seemed more imposing, but I guess that's whole the, the whole, like cloak and dagger thing that like is the switcheroo you know you think he's st- a stutter but like and it, maybe it's just more simple than I'm trying to make it um but like I don't know I just think he was more he's more devious and capable
1: well he's only he's only visible as the villain for like five, six pages, pages yeah so like compared to a lot of other characters in these books that are like you know, on the bad side for a long time. We don't have a lot of character development here or a lot of opportunities for him to show
0: Or just anything. empirical evidence.
1: Right. So it's just sort of like... Because
0: yeah, the first thing you hear about Bellatrix strange is that she tortured Neville's parents into oblivion. Right. right. Like mm. That's what they lead off with.
2: And, as far as we know, Quirrell didn't have a past doing bad things. So he only got into the game once Voldemort was already gone. Yeah. So like, what reputation is he? Which is weird. Have, I
0: know? wonder what reputation yeah. he had to get the job, because ultimately the job was under that "quote unquote" curse, where only everybody only held it for a year. So, like, I'm back was to he already
1: there though? no. I so I thought about this. I thought about this when we were when when I was reading through this today, yesterday, whatever doesn't matter. The <laughs> <laughs> Quirrell is named. The Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher before the stone is taken out of Gringotts and moved into Hogwarts.
0: Yeah, because he was the new he was the teacher at the Leaky Cauldron.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So.
0: The day that it happened.
1: That means that Voldemort, Voldemort's plan, apparently, was we're going to steal the stone from Gringotts and then get to hogwarts mm. with the stone
2: that's probably right
1: i guess I, I had just never like connected those dots before that like well of course voldemort wants the is at hogwarts because the stone's there yeah cuz why pick why pick quirrell
0: yeah why <laughs> pick quirrell you could just do anybody you could pick tom the barkeep to steal the right. thing from gringotts he obviously wanted to be at hogwarts
1: so he, but like, just wanted to be near Harry,
0: why, or near Dumbledore, because he yeah.
2: That's what was I He probably killed Dumbledore. Like Dumbledore doesn't know because did he mention he somewhere,
0: somewhere in the monologue castle. that he didn't
2: know? Like Harry,
0: obviously he knows Harry's alive because he was his demise or whatever. But like, I wonder if he'd spent the last eleven years. Like, did he say at some point, like I've spent the last eleven years trying to. Or try to come back so I could kill you Harry Potter I don't know if he says that or. Um,
2: I don't think we get quite that yeah. we get some exposition and monologue about killing his but
0: it comes back about... to my and we can move on after this it comes back to my original que- my question that I ask a lot is why does Dumbledore hire the people Dumbledore hires
2: so, yeah <laughs> he makes some bad choices yeah. and it's yeah. unclear why he makes those bad choices
0: the chief the chief amongst those is in the uh, second book with Gilderoy Lockhart because yes. it's like it's a great Which honestly
2: is saying something concerning. He literally hired Voldemort in the first book.
0: Yeah, yeah, but probably yes. Yeah, and then, but it's it it does it gives a lot of great material having Gilderoy Lockhart just adjacent to everything.
1: I do think it's funny that like it's it's always the defense against the dark arts job. Yeah, that is the problem, and he never like. Why doesn't he just teach it? He could teach it. He could give it to like. I
0: mean. Give it to the
1: or Snape. Um,
0: But I guess his explanation was that him being the defense against the dark arts teacher while he's trying to hold... Never mind, I don't want to do a spoiler. Yeah, get him too close. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say.
2: Where were we? Yes. Uh, Here he is face-to-face with Voldemort for the first time. Um, Also... The scar burns, right? Yes. Yeah, he had a horrible pain in his forehead. Um... Actually, this may be some answers to some of our questions. Uh, first off, I, it seems like, we don't know this yet because we don't have a word for it yet, but it seems like um, Voldemort's using legitimacy at this point because he sees what Harry sees in Harry's head about the mirror. Yeah. So it seems like he's reading his mind. Yeah. Um, that's how he knows he's lying.
1: He, is, it, is, it, is it that or is he just like really intuitive about what people are...
2: Could be, I'm projecting backwards yeah, from what yeah. we learn later.
0: That he's like the world's the most best. accomplished
2: legilimens. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and I guess Harry's scar is blowing up this whole scene, so.
2: And this line... So also,
0: he's an 11-year-old, probably not great at hiding the fact that the stone just dropped into his pocket
2: on his face. Probably yeah. not a great poker face. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, we do get this line... Um, See what I have become, the face said, mere shadow and vapor. I have form only when I can share another's body. But there have always been those willing to let me into their hearts and minds. You think
0: there are other iterations?
2: No, well, yeah, probably. But I think that's a clear indication. At this point, all we know of Sorcerer Stone is that, like, oh, he like his message gets in people's minds and they want to follow him. Later, it could be these mind controlling quarrel? People? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we can See that cast it backwards, yeah. which might be one of the ways he got coral. Anyway, uh, he explains about the unicorn blood. That's who we saw in the forest. It was coral drinking it for Voldemort, which gross. Do we think Again. coral
0: drank it, or do you think he was backward and Voldemort was drinking it? He said coral drank it. Gross. Did it?
2: Okay. Yeah, which is disgusting. Um, Harry is of course trying to get away and then Voldemort does the thing that he does every single time he sees Harry which is mock him for his parents' deaths It's like cool man it's fine it's just like a perpetual your mama joke it is like the worst (laughs) your mom joke
1: your mama's so dead
2: (laughs) (laughs) but also has no bearing on Harry like he's like yeah she is alright I'm gonna kill you anyway I couldn't do anything about it (laughs) Uh, although Harry does kind of take the bait here. They died begging me for mercy, Baltimore says, and Harry, liar! Harry shouted suddenly. Uh, Quirrell is told to seize Harry, and this is the part. This part was different in the movie, and it's way more intense in the book. Quirrell tries to grab Harry, and he can't. He's recoiling in pain, and it actually says, uh, where is it? So Coral touches him at once and needle sharp pain seared across Harry's scar. His head fell as though it was about to split in two. We hear that said many, many times in the books. He yelled, struggling with all his might, and his surprise, Quarrel let go of him. The pain in his head lessened. He looked around wildly to see where Coral had gone and saw him hunched in pain, looking at his fingers. They were blistering before his eyes. And then we get uh Ah, oh, it's so gross. Uh Coral. Though, pinning Harry to the ground with his knees, let go of his neck and stared, bewildered at his own palms, Harry could see they looked burned, raw, red, and shiny. So, like, in the book, it seems like Coral's skin is, like, bubbling off. Like, it's, like, movie, sloughing
0: off. Yeah. In movie, whereas in the movie, like, they ashes. just kind of did, like, that was, like, the, the first test run of how Voldemort was going to perish. Yes. Which, God, makes me so mad. Anyway. Yeah, let's not talk
2: about it. But.
0: Well, Hollywood uh, loves nothing more than making villains mist away.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's supposed to make them seem... Did it to Voldemort. Like Did it to Voldemort.
0: Did it to Thanos. Sauron. Sauron. They Man. Just, <laughs> what is this?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's intense in the book. Like, his skin is bubbling off. Real gross. Uh, In the
0: movie, he just looked like he had a very severe case of plaque psoriasis. <laughs>
2: yes, exactly. Until
1: all of a sudden he was just dust. Yeah. Until he just... Yeah, just
0: I will say, like... I love the bit where he, because obviously coral dusts away. We'll get there in a second. Uh, but like where he's like trying to walk and you can tell that the rest of his body is turning to dust. Yeah. And so he just starts to like get lower. His knees are I like thought that looked out. very good for That's like cool. for like 2001 CGI. Yeah. Not bad. It definitely did. Yeah. It definitely did. He like falls to a knee and then it just kind of, cr- I always thought that looked good. Despite yeah. how funny we say it sounds, it, it, was, it was pretty good.
2: So the this scene kind of closes, and we'll, I'll let you take the rest of it. But this scene kind of closes, and uh, Harry Harry realizes that this is gonna kill him. So Harry's like, "I'm about to touch. I'm, my hands are gonna be all up on him right yeah. now." Harry just and calls. then he just and then he
0: just lays down, and it's like that that vine of the girl at the beach. He goes, "I'll take a nap. I'll <laughs> take a nap
1: here."
2: Yes. Good night. So Harry just covers Quirle all over the place with his hands. Uh, and Quirrell, of course, we assume dies. We don't know. Harry passes out before... Spontaneously
0: it really implodes, happen. disintegrates. Yeah.
2: We don't have that weird scene that's in the movies where Voldemort's disembodied spirit head is flying Flying around. out of
0: the, ca- the, the yeah.
2: chamber. Yeah, and flies into Harry. Um, or flies not, through him, right? Yeah, yeah, flies through Harry. Let's not miss the fact... Harry straight up murders a guy. In his yeah. first year at Hogwarts. <laughs>
0: I'd say it's self-defense. Uh, sure. But an 11-year-old has to deal with murdering a human being.
2: Let's be clear, though. Harry realized, Quirrell can't touch me. And Harry took it one step further and went, I'm going to touch him. And just, like, blister covered his whole... Like, Harry murdered this guy. He could have just sat back and been like... Quirrell, give me Quirrell, Quirrell me. made his bed. He did. I'm just saying, 11-year-old. And Harry made him lay in it. Maybe the rest of the books, we're seeing some PTSD from the first time Harry killed Does somebody. Harry kill anybody else? Yes. I mean, other than the obvious. <laughs> I was going to say, at least one other. Uh, I don't think he kills anybody else, no. I think so. But he does in his first year at Hogwarts? Imagine being at Woodland in sixth grade. And you just straight up murder somebody. I can think of a few people. <laughs>
0: so I think it it moves next to he wakes up in the hospital when, correct? Okay, so let's yes. take another break, and then Will can come back, and we can wrap up the back half. Three, two, one, break. And we're back to wrap up Chapter 17 and the book as a whole. So I think Will is taking it from here. I really love the whole, like, the whole setup we have where you guys give the summary, and I just get to interject my uh, your baby. Well, it just yeah, it just like it just kind of happened upon us. I mean, I, I think it's a good I sure. think it's a good setup None because if, if the summary was left to me, wow, we'd be here a while. <laughs> like if I was only allowed to interject when I got like the nod from either of you, if it was more than that, we these would be 2-hour long episodes. <laughs> so can try that. No, 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 let's not do that.
2: Next time.
1: William. All right, so Harry wakes up in the hospital wing.
0: As he's wont to do. <laughs>
1: and uh, Dumbledore
2: is there. Can you point out that Harry thinks he's trying to catch a snitch, and we find out it's Dumbledore's glasses? <laughs> which means that Harry was trying to take Dumbledore's glasses <laughs> off his face.
1: That is a great image of him just like... It's like me the first time I went... You ever go to... You like ever... Blindly reaching up at his head. You ever go to the, aqua-
0: you ever go to the aquarium in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and then yeah. go to the subsequent IMAX theater, like right next door? Yes. Um, and well, they always have like the... The
2: like jellyfish and stuff. Yeah, and I would, yes. I would be like... That's why Even I, as an adult, I know I'm not gonna catch anything. <laughs> so just kinda like I'm trying. Ah. <laughs>
1: Alright, so it's not a snitch. It's Dumbledore. Um Dumbledore. There. Um, Harry's like Dude, why are you being so chill? quirrell has got the stone, which is kinda funny. Um, and Dumbledore's like, nope. He I don't think he tells him he's dead. That would that would be very funny.
2: I doesn't break does. he murdered somebody.
1: <laughs> Oops!
0: Actually, you murdered him. <laughs> Fifty <laughs> points to Gryffindor. <laughs> so,
1: so. But uh, you did get a Voldemort. So, yeah, 10 yeah, This is lost. this is like exposition part two, <laughs> where Harry like brings all of the questions, including some like deeper philosophical ones about what it means to be Harry, I guess. Um. But uh, yeah, he's um. Asking Dumbledore a bunch of questions, he brings up Nicholas Flamel, and Dumbledore's like, "Oh, you figured it out? You solved my riddle? Like, super weird." Um, but yeah, he says, he says they have he and his wife have enough elixir left to to set their affairs in order, and then they will die. So, I mean, cool. Same. So there's there's a lot of like.
0: I have enough Diet Coke to set my affairs in order in time. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, they just sort of casually like, arrive at the conclusion that yeah, Voldemort's just gonna be floating, floating free in space trying to find another body, another host. Um, which is weird that they're not more alarmed about it, I would think, but, um, yeah. So, does the whole like explanation of of Voldemort can't touch him um, because of Love. The mother's sacrifice? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Correct. <laughs> the MC Hammer doctrine of Harry Potter. <laughs> can't um,
0: it's like the the thought experiment of identity metaphysics. This. Sp- Ship of Theseus, but God. just M.C. Hammer. <laughs> MC. The M.C. Hammer conundrum. Uh, Let's
1: see. Um, can't touch? They, uh, they, they eventually get to Snape. Professor and,
2: Snape. Yeah. Professor Snape, Harry. William. Um, he's sort of... Which Harry just responds, yes, him. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Dumbledore is
1: says um, that well, Quirrell had said that that um, Snape doesn't like Harry because he didn't like Harry's dad, which and seems a bit unfair. That see, seems yeah. I mean, I get it, but yeah, unfair, especially for a teacher, I would think.
0: Yeah, but like, if I had a villain, if I had a nemesis from our time at high school, which I didn't, but in in theory if they run across me and my 11-year-old son, they're not going to, like, kick him in the shins when he's 11 (laughs) at the grocery store, like...
2: I would assume not, but...
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess you never know.
2: (laughs) No, you're correct, Al.
1: Um, They did... uh, Dumbledore says, they did rather detest each other, not unlike you and Malfoy, and then your father did something Snape could never forgive. He saved his life. I don't remember that from later in the books...
2: We learned in book three.
0: Book three. It's when three. they try to trick him to go into the Whomping Willow and James.
2: Oh. Which, weak. again... Weak. It seems like she kind of backtracked that story later on. Yeah. She had something else in mind here. Right?
1: Yeah. 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 I think I think she was... She, when she wrote one, she was trying to set up something grander than... It was a prank that almost went wrong,
2: but... Like you don't you don't get patted on the back for fixing the problem that you created, right? right. Yeah. Like we all agree on well, that. So
0: Sirius created it, right?
2: Sure, but they're all. I mean, like, James together, was a sense. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. But yes,
1: so okay, so there's that whole thing. Um, and then he feels. I, I definitely
0: agree with you, though. That J.K. probably had something. Yeah, she was like, and- "Oh yeah,
1: I'll." I'll- this, you'll write I'll this solve later. this later. She put a post on her computer that was like, hey, be sure that James saves Severus. James saves Severus at some point. And then she got a couple more books in and she was like, shoot, I forgot about that. So I need to throw that in there.
0: Now it's good as good a time as any.
1: <laughs> also
2: Yeah, here's another inconsistent thing that we get. Uh this is Dumbledore. dumb door. Professor Snape couldn't bear being in your father's debt, I do believe he worked so hard to protect you this year because he felt that would make him and your father even. See, that's
1: that's way too. That's way too much.
2: That's also not true. For a, a like, private we'll converter, that's not it. Yeah. Like yeah. explicitly, oh. that's, so either Dumbledore's and Dumbledore, lying. Dumbledore, Dumbledore should know that, right? Yeah. He's either lying or no. It's J- not. J- it's no. not.
0: He's either. It's well. It, it, it's it definitely wasn't about his dad. It's definitely it's definitely JK didn't know at this point. Yes. But it's also yes. definitely Dumbledore is lying. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because Dumbledore
0: oh, exactly. Dumbledore does that when it's most convenient. Right. For him. But
1: Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So then um Dumbledore bags to himself. They try Birdie Bots every flavor beans. <laughs> um, and then Is that when he says
0: it's actually I actually found thirteen uses for dragon? Is it, it there something like that?
2: Uh uh-huh. uh. No, he just said uh it was one of my more brilliant ideas, and between you and me, that's Saints. Oh, something. that's what you're saying about bragging. <laughs> all right, Dumbledore. You calm down there, buddy. You hired Voldemort this year, all Ron right? And Hermione,
1: so. Ron and Hermione get there, and um, he fills them all in because apparently nobody like told them what actually happened. I guess Arizona will have some. So
0: it's a, it's a well-kept secret, which means naturally... The whole school knows. knows. The whole school knows. So, um, okay.
1: But... Then, uh, then they go to the feast. Uh, oh, Hagrid feels real guilty. That's part As part of As he should. As
2: he should. should have told you that. <laughs> no, you should not have Hagrid. He also swears off drinking, it should be said. Which
0: lasts, like, <laughs> two days. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then they go to the feast. And Dumbledore rigs the game. <laughs>
2: Because McGonagall had money on the Gryffindor winning, <laughs> as we all know.
1: And, um... Yeah, then they get their exam results back and everybody passed. So that's cool. Even Goyle. They had hoped that Goyle... Uh, hello. They had hoped that Goyle, who was almost as stupid as he was mean, might be thrown out. But he had passed too. It was a shame, but Ron's, as Ron said, you couldn't have everything. So... <laughs> um,
2: it should be noted, Slytherin was supposed to win the House Cup yeah. by Dumbledore rigging it.
0: They were up hundred and fifty, right?
2: Yes. Which Yes. Isn't it?
1: Yeah. Which Doesn't is like mean, Yep.
0: Because they're sixty. That's one hundred and fifty because the crew got 160. hundred and six the trilogy the trio got hundred and fifty yes, and then correct. Neville got yes, yes, so yes, they were yes, up yes, yes. They, they won up winning by they won, they won by ten points. Dumbledore
2: gives out points.
1: Yeah, he gives out a bunch of points for as
0: arbitrarily season. as we give out points on this show.
1: Yeah, we, sure. have, we haven't yeah. done it in a while. I mean, they did
2: defeat Lord Voldemort. The yeah, they should get know, some points.
1: I do think it's interesting though, like if you look at the numbers, because for the entire year, the winning house got four hundred and seventy-two, and Gryffindor in last place got three hundred and twelve, which means that. Dumbledore increased their point total by... I was wrong. ...almost 50%. percent mm-hmm. Just right here. For the whole year, he was like...
0: I was wrong about my math. Scrap it. Harry, Hermione and Ron get 50. Harry, Harry gets, gets 60, 60. Neville gets 10.
2: Neville gets 10.
0: Because they tied on sense. the trio's points at yeah. 472, and then Neville got 10.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so he did. He gave them like 50% of their points in yeah. one go.
2: It is fun to see Neville, uh, Dumbledore has a great line about how it takes a great deal of courage to stand up to your enemies, it takes even more to stand up to your friends. And so Neville gets the first points that he got the entire year, this is Neville's big shiny moment, and uh, he gets points for standing up to his friends, which, yeah, it's hard to stand up to your friends.
1: If, if though, like, yes, good, moral fiber and all that. If he had been are successful. Are we about to slight this? So, if he had been successful, he'd get fifty.
2: Voldemort <laughs> would have gotten the stone. <laughs> True. So. That's why he only gets ten. Yeah. yeah. He was inadvertently trying to help Lord Voldemort. Never would have
0: given you fifty <laughs> but you're a gift. So you're only getting ten. Uh also what are the other he get so Harry gets sixty four can you read the uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I just thought, I, I only want to bring this up because my point is like, what if you're one of the people that has not heard the story, or yeah, at least or the rumors, know for sure. what's and on? you just hear Ron Weasley for the greatest game of wizard chess that's yeah, ever 50, been played. Okay, so
1: 50 points for the greatest game of chess. Doesn't explain like really important life-size chess. Just says, greatest game of chess, 50 points. Just imagine this from the perspective of a kid who doesn't have any idea what's going on. Yep. Best game of chess, 50 points. Uh, Hermione Granger, for the cool use of logic. In the face of fire 50 points uh
0: harry gets 60 for brave it's like bravery and pure nerve and, and outstanding, courage. outstanding courage yeah 60
1: points which like at that point you gotta know something's
0: up but i just love that. It, like <laughs> it's like here's things that are great about hermione and harry well, here is Ron, who is good at chess, <laughs> and even Neville's like explanation is like brave, and like, like when a you character hear, quality. yeah, that's why he's in Gryffindor because he he had courage to stand up to his friends. Ron, great job at the chess.
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, obviously it required, bra- it required bravery. it right. required bravery, but when I'm he just was saying Dumbledore to Harry, so he couldn't give it twice.
0: Yeah, he also yeah. gave it to Neville. I'm just saying you could have said something. Sure. Uh, you could have <laughs>
2: said like. Sacrifice, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think JK was just a little lazy on that one. Let's be real.
0: I mean, it may have it may have objectively also, been the greatest game of chess. Also, the played. house
1: cup barely comes up again. From
0: also, Netflix. also can't be the greatest game of chess ever played because coral did it like thirty minutes prior, and <laughs> coral also won. <laughs> and Quarrel did it alone. Well,
1: he did have he did have potential some smoke. He know, also is not choice.
2: 11 years old, so I think that might factor in a bit.
1: Also, are there levels of difficulty that her, that McGonagall put in this thing?
2: Yeah, if like, you're under 20, it's like Guitar, it's like guitar <laughs> Hero. <laughs> yeah, that's why it was the best. It's more difficult.
0: Yeah, Ron could play through the fire and flames with Guitar Hero no problem, <laughs> for sure.
2: Oh, was it was it the Dragon Force one? Yeah. Oh, the very end of the game. Yeah. Wow, that was so hard. What a game. Golly. So that's good. So house cup, and then
1: uh, the house cup, which is never—I I I don't want to say it never comes up again, but it's It's never—it's very rarely mentioned. It's like it's like half the point of the first book, it feels like, and then after that, it's
0: like—and then it's more focused. I think if they focus on any kind of competition, it's just Quidditch Quidditch or obviously like the Triwizard Tournament, but they don't really focus on the house cup much else, because I think they have to. It's it's I think maybe it's not enough to say like. Slytherins and Gryffindors don't like each other. In the first book, you have to, like, show that there's a competition yeah. that fosters the animosity between those two houses specifically. Yeah. Um. So it's probably there to serve that purpose, but then eventually, once the difference and the, the animosity is understood and inherent, you don't have to, like, the quidditch, or the house cup still happens, and here are the points, because eventually you're not going not to care about the points. Because yeah. The trio eventually stops caring
2: about the points. Right. Which might be why we stop caring about the points, too.
0: Like, imagine, like, if you're, like, you know, but imagine if you are in Gryffindor. Like, like, what about the poor first years that came, like, in Harry's fifth year in Gryffindor, and they're just excited to try to win the House Cup, and Harry's like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like, good luck, bro, because we're going to do some ignorant stuff while you're here. That's what I'm
2: saying. Harry kind of sucks. You know, I well, let's let's not it. go that far. Kind of sucks.
0: Colin Creevey's just trying to win the House... Or Dennis Creevey's just trying to win the House Cup. Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, we do get an alternate ending for the book from the movie. The movie has a very sweet... But
0: they're going to the train, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Don't say it, though. We'll talk about that when we watch the movie. Okay.
0: I, movie. I, that's the only thing I was going to say.
2: Yeah. Uh, but at the end of this one, everybody is at King's Cross, and the Weasleys actually meet the Dursleys in this book. They meet Vernon because he's here, and he's... Up. Oh, yeah butt face to Harry and uh Hermione and Ron are kind of worried about <laughs> Harry going back. And Harry says, uh Hermione says, hope you have uh a good holiday. Looking at uh, Uncle Vernon. And Harry says, Oh I will. They don't know we're not allowed to use magic at home. I'm going to have a lot of fun with Dudley this summer. And that is how this book closes, which is way better. I am up. Yeah.
1: Cool. So that's chapter 17. Final thoughts. On 17? Oh, on the book. Yeah, on the, the book. book. Okay.
0: All right. Do well, we want to take a... <clears throat> Oh, I'm being told we need to take a break. Be right back. I'm being overruled. Overruled! <laughs> so, Lewis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lives in your house. So,
0: every ha- every every uh, Hogwarts house has a house ghost. I, Ashley and I believe we have a house ghost. <laughs> so...
2: The house ghosts of Hogwarts are the Fat Friar and Nearly Headless Nick. You're. Oh
0: no! Let's finish them. Got the Fat Friar, the Bloody Baron, Nearly Headless Nick, and Rowena. Rowena
1: Ravenclaw.
0: No. Is it Rowena? The Gray Co-? Lady. The Gray
1: Lady. Helena,
2: Ravenclaw. No. Or is Helena the mother?
1: Helena Hufflepuff. Yes. No. Helga Hufflepuff. It
2: it's Helena. Helena Ra- Ravenclaw it's Helena Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Was the mother Rowena? Oh. Is the ghost?
0: No. It's the other way around. Rowena is the mother. Rowan's the mother, and it's Helena Ravenclaw is the gray lady. We're doing a fact check.
1: Who's gray lady?
0: Who's gray lady? <laughs> Sexy lady. That is the next line. <laughs> Helena Ravenclaw is, is the gray lady. Just Google gray lady name.
1: <laughs> I'm looking
2: at?
0: Do you know how to work at Google? Oh my gosh.
2: You are correct. Yeah, because they,
0: they did a... It's all alliterative, the, the founders' names. Rowena. Rowena Ravenclaw, Salazar, Slytherin, Godric Gryffindor. Dora.
1: Helga is her daughter. Helga Hell, Hufflepuff, yes. Right. I, I know. <laughs> Asher is too.
0: So those are all the house ghosts. <laughs> Ash and I have a house ghost. Its name is just Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Simply what Louis. there
2: was a house ghost in Harry Potter's name, Louis? Yes. <laughs> Sir
0: Nicholas de Mimsey, Porpington, the Fat Friar, <laughs> the Bloody Baron, and Louis. <laughs> uh, Love it. <laughs> no, so basically, we've, we've conjured Louis in our mind's eye. Because, like, you know, like, how you'll have, a, like, the AC kicks on, and in our bedroom, like, we have a door that's to our bathroom, right, and then a, a bedroom door. So, like, airflow, if right? you shut one, the airflow mm-hmm. will suck the up. So that's, that's legitimately all that's happening. But one night I woke up, one night I woke up, and the bathroom door, the door into the bathroom from our bedroom was just slightly ajar. <laughs> but I guess there was enough suction that even though it was open, it pulled our door shut. And I woke up in a panic because I woke up, like, just, I woke myself up. It wasn't the door woke me up. And the first thing I saw was the door slowly shutting. And that's when it's like 2.30 in the morning, you know, you're discombobulated. You don't know what's going on. So I woke Ashley up and was like, Ashley, the door's shutting. And she goes, yep. (laughs) Did not comfort me at all. I was like, no, 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 the door. I was like, look at the door. And she goes, she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. She did not care. (laughs) <laughs> um, but like we just turned it into a joke. The next morning she was like, It's probably a ghost. So I was like yeah, I was like, What should we name it? And it just became Lewis. And in my mind we have so Lewis is a uh he's shorter, he's like five how tall are you of him? <laughs> he's no 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 Lewis <laughs> Lewis is really short. He's like five nine. Uh yeah. no, no no. Lewis is about five five five, five six. Lewis wears a three-piece pinstripe suit. I knew it. I knew that.
1: Yeah. So he's Danny DeVito.
0: Yeah, like if Danny, if they, like, like Danny, Danny DeVito has the penguin pre going in the makeup trailer.
2: Okay, sure. But uh,
0: Lewis is, uh, Lewis is bald. Okay. And uh, Lewis was also in a barbershop quartet.
2: Sure. Why not? Yeah. You you have licked your butt. I don't want you licking
0: my ears, Ted. Yeah, actually leave him alone. Uh, the dog. The dog is licking Evan's face, just to clarify. There are human beings in the room. None of them are licking Evan. Um, yeah, that's Lewis. He's our house ghost. Yeah, I'm
2: not
0: He's benevolent.
2: Yeah, no. He
0: comes around he comes around he comes around in his his, his Donald Trump dress shirts and three piece suit and he sings okay. he sings show tunes sometimes and closes no, our doors.
2: I'm not about it. You, you know, know the so shirts I'm talking mean. about, Will. What? Oh, you
0: know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: His, his tie is just a little too long.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Lewis is benevolent. He's he's fine. I
1: mean, you can look at me. The reason with we started kind of the
0: reason the reason, reason we the reason we started Don't talking about this is we were previously trying to record and my dog just started barking at the kitchen just in general. <laughs> uh, and Evan, I think you and I have the same fear. Like when dogs or cats like suddenly hone little in babies? on babies. Yeah, or just, like, they hone in on, like, one area of open space, and you're what like... do they see? You're like, okay, so there's a demon over there now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, all that aside, final thoughts on Sorcerer's Stone. Like, takeaways. Um, it's good. It's a good book. Yeah. Oh. Wow. If you had to give it a, if you had to give it like a, stuff. if you had how to give
2: lightning bolts, Steve? oh,
0: <laughs> very good, Evan. Out of how many lightning bolts out of ten? Oof. You're naturally going to compare it to the other books. Yeah, yeah. Just naturally.
1: I would say, I would say.
0: Let's say it on the same. Let's say it all. Everybody get a number in your head, and I'll say one, two, three, and then we just oh, say it at the same that's time. Not I think we'll be within two we'll digits. Be within two
1: balls we'll be within two lightning bolts.
0: We'll be within two lightning bolts. So just say the digit. Everybody got their number. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: One, two, three, six. seven.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: Evan said well, six. Said
1: seven. Yeah. Seven.
0: Will and I said seven. Evan said six. Um. I I was gonna say six actually, but then I said seven because isn't there a bit about seven being like a a magical number? Yeah. It is I just wanted to stay on brand. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think it's a good book just because it's like the leadoff. Um, mm-hmm. it is it's a great like kids book and still to this day like it just feels warm I think we talked we talked about it just feels
1: I feel like it warm. is it is the obviously the series is kind of a children's series but this is by far the kiddiest book yes of the series um yeah and that's and that's okay that's fine yeah um but like it that, that means in places it's a little sloppy, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, think, I just think it's, the series has places to go that are going to be a lot more interesting than this one, but as a standalone thing, it's, I think it's it would be a fine book by itself, I think.
2: Yeah, this one very much has the feel of um, this isn't in great context for anybody else, but The Hobbit versus The Lord of the Rings trilogy books. And that the Hobbit, like the narrator, takes a lot more liberties to say things, explain things, mm-hmm. and make comments about things. Whereas later on, you're pretty much just viewing it through a camera. You're not getting like yeah. uh, editorial commentary along with it. Which is the same way with uh, Harry Potter books. You get less editorial stuff as you go. But like this is a great example what you're talking about, well, This is a very kid passage at the very end. This is when Harry's telling them all about everything. Uh, Ron and Hermione in the hospital. It was one of those rare occasions when the true story is even more strange and exciting than the wild rumors. Harry told them everything. Quarrel, the mirror, the stone, and Baltimore. Ron and Hermione were a very good audience. They gasped in all the right places, and when Harry told them what was under Coral's turban, Hermione screamed out loud.
1: Yeah, I I I was I was getting like Christmas story gather around the fire type vibes from that like I
2: could see my librarian in elementary school like getting us together for reading time and reading this to me Mr.
1: Corley we had at at my elementary school there was a guy that would come in and he read The Hobbit to our fourth grade class like in the hallway so like once a week we would have like Mr. Corley hour where we would come and sit on the floor in the hallway and he would read a chapter of The Hobbit to us
0: that sounds really romantic. Sounds not, in, not in like a, you know what I mean. Yeah. Not romantic in like a love way, but like romanticism.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very warm. Yeah. Yeah, I think this book is, um, I mean, I would say a six only because I think it, to Will's point, it's kind of clunky. It's a little bit sloppy at points. It's clunky now. Yes. As 28-year-olds. Sure. As sure, 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 sure. Um... So there are things that I definitely notice about it now where I'm like, ah, that wasn't the best thing. And also I know what she can do because we read um, later on. But it's a fantastic introduction to the world. Like, it leaves you... It's a fantastic forte. It, yes. <laughs> Remember I said forte? It's like, a very great forte into the world. Well, the Wizarding <laughs> World. Ball. A bonk, its It is, it... it, it it entices you into the immediate story. You get to the end of it, and you have resolve about the immediate story about the questions you need. It leaves many questions unanswered, which makes you naturally want to read it even more. Like, how did Harry's dad save um, Snape? Like, what is going to happen to Voldemort now? Like, there's just so many questions that it leaves open. Why Harry? On. Why Harry? Um, so it leaves you on cliffhangers. It keeps you wanting to come back for more. The writing is really good. She's a great... She's great at communicating what people are feeling and thinking in a way that's relatable for me as the reader. I don't have to... Like, I don't feel detached from any of the characters. I feel like I can understand most of them yeah. pretty well because of the way that she paints them. Yeah, I, conc-
0: I concur. I mean... Your takeaways? I don't have anything that's that dissimilar to what Evan said. I said. I, you know... <laughs> Clunky at times, um, but I think it's it was the first go at it and trying to trying to build a foundation for what she eventually did is obviously like of course at this side of book seven we can of course go well that was goofy but like yeah. she was trying to build a foundation and sometimes she picked up on she ran with things that she started with and some things she started in source Stone stones she was like oh that's not as important to me in book four or whatever yeah, um,
1: yeah I wonder I wonder to what degree she was trying to set up a story and to what degree she was just trying to create a world that she would later fill. Like, how much of the story arc did she have in mind? How much was she, like, trying to lay the groundwork for anything in particular versus, like, just mm-hmm. creating a space? Um,
2: that segues nicely into, like, just a lot of the questions that are left over from this book because we talked about this before about how she at least the first couple books seems to have been creating the world as she went yeah. which is fine you can do that but she doesn't seem to have had a clear idea of how things were going to function long term or where the story was going for instance even we mentioned earlier coral without uttering a word, snaps his fingers, and ropes appear out of midair and bind Harry in this chapter. Yeah. No wand, no words, nothing. Yeah. And that, like, that doesn't happen throughout the rest of the books. Like, that's, a, that's kind of a one-off thing, and, like, clearly, like, the magic wasn't quite figured out yet. How does this work? Um, even, I thought it was strange Voldemort talking about how he can't have a, like, a physical appearance if he's not attached to somebody else's body. Which doesn't really work later in the books, because he does. Yeah. yeah. In the Horcrux, he does have a physical body, or an <laughs> a, a appearing body. Like, you can see it. Yeah. Without being attached to someone. So there's some things that, yeah, seems like she was kind of unsure yeah, of.
1: I think, I, think I, would, I would guess that by the time she got to book four, she was like, okay, just give him a body already. Because... Books one and two are, here he is, but not in bodily form. Mm -hmm. Um, And at a certain point, you kind of run out of excuses for not giving him a body. And so she just kind of gave up and was like, all right.
2: Baltimore's like, oh my goodness, please.
1: Here's this incantation that's presumably been around this whole time that he just didn't use until book four. Yeah.
0: The final points... Be awarded. Mm.
2: Man.
0: Just like Neville Longbottom received ten points for standing up, for having the bravery to not only stand up to your enemies but have the great deal of bravery to stand up to your friends. I would like to award Evan Coons ten points <laughs> for, despite the empirical evidence and objective <laughs> truth oh that it has pronounced Reese's pieces. Oh. You stick to your belief that it is Reese's Pieces, and these are not sympathy points. I, <laughs> I'm going to say it just like Double Dope. I award you ten points. Ten points. Ten points. <laughs> so there you go, Evan. Thanks, man. Ten points to Evan. Anybody else have points?
1: I would like to take five points from Harry for not dropping the Snape thing after like the 10th time that it was proven that Snape was not the the guy he kept he brought him up to Dumbledore after the fact like let it go man
0: I appreciate you leaving enough points for them to still win the house cup (laughs) also my question uh, question real Uh quick if Slytherin had 472 points which joke of a teacher is awarding like a point (laughs) you know what I mean like because somewhere they had to get a point you know that's Magal Well, I think later Slughorn maybe awards like a singular point, but at some point they have to have like a, they have to have received a singular point somehow. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder, I wonder what the person, like the bar, the bar, because listen, the bar to get 10 points for Neville Longbottom was to literally stand up to his friends. I wonder, what is it to get a a point? point? Maybe get...
2: Fifty points. It was fight Lord Voldemort.
0: You get fifty point. Yeah, you got <laughs> sixty. Sorry. You got sixty points to fight Voldemort and fifty to play chess. So, Like, what is? <laughs> where's the de- where's the delineation here? What is? It's
1: story?
0: like the way that okay. So the way that you feel about Wizarding World economy is the way I feel about the house points. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really is. whose line is it anyway? Where the points are made. Where everything's made up and the points, the points don't, matter. don't matter. Evan, do you have points you would like to award or take?
2: Um. First, I want to take points from Hagrid. <laughs> okay, fair. Very fair. Cuz my guy, stop. You need help with your drinking problem. First also, of all, have you thought about Andrew how Gantley, much Brocco. have
0: you thought about how much he has to drink to like be he's just like giant? To be running drunk like I know. He has to drink so
2: much. Yeah. Yeah, he's drinking pitchers and pitchers and barrels of ale and mead. Uh, so I want to, I want to take 10 points from Hagrid, whatever house you want to include him in. Just his expelled. Yeah. He's his own thing. That's fine. Uh, I guess I just want to, I want to award us. (laughs) Wow. A point, a piece. A point? (laughs) For, uh, for getting through book one. For moral fiber. For For (laughs) moral moral fiber. Uh, yeah. Well done, guys. Well done, lads. Well done, lads.
0: Anything else we need to say? We are going to have... Yeah, we're going to have one more episode basically in quote-unquote season one. We're just going to name... When we do a new book... So Chamber of Secrets will just be season two, blah, blah, blah. So you know that if you see a season, whatever, on Spotify or iTunes, you'll know that we're talking about book one, two, and so on and so forth. Um, So we're going to do the next episode on the movie, talk about differences between them. We're not going to like press play on the movie get together and hit record we're going to watch the movie separately i imagine or together, together. and then and then watch I'll it play together yeah watch it together and then record after yeah so uh, there was part of me that was like let's just live watch the and <laughs> hit record and just live watch but i was like there'd probably be some copyright issues with the movie playing in the background so just to avoid That's any true. of that um, we'll just we'll, we'll live watch the movie together and then do a podcast after we talk about differences those kinds of things. Um, so there'll be one more episode in this quote-unquote season, but we, fig- we finished The Sorcerer Stone. After the movie, we'll move on to the next logical step, which is Chamber of Secrets. And hopefully we'll be more regular with our episodes, which is primarily because of me, because I forced a baby upon my wife, and here we are. Um, so, um, anything else? Well, as I always say, thank you for listening. Uh, if you are hearing this, we appreciate it. If you would share it with somebody that you know, um, we would also really appreciate that. It doesn't have to be necessarily that somebody uh, somebody that knows us, just somebody that likes Harry Potter. You think they might enjoy our our uh, our banter um, or our dynamic or whatever you think that is enjoyable about this podcast. Uh, share that with somebody you know. Uh, we would also love it if you would... Follow us on – subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes so you get new episodes so they just show up. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcast. You can, like, subscribe. I don't know – like, on some, it's, like, follow, and on some, it's subscribe. But either way, whatever you have to do to make sure that our episodes show up in your little hopper every time that we release a new one, just do that on the subsequent – or on the the corresponding uh, platform. Uh, On iTunes, though, you can leave us a review, if you like, of five stars. Um, If you're going to leave anything other than a five-star review, just don't waste our time. Uh, You don't have to say anything nice. You can't fix us with your words. Um, But as always, we really do appreciate you listening. And Evan's going to sing us out. And Evan is going to wrap up Sorcerer's Stone with (laughs) Ted is... Ted is on percussion. Ted is is digging a hole to China. Ted, quit. Evan has to sing. (laughs) It always
2: can never get through without laughing. It
1: gets worse every time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. We've been Slug Club Radio. See you next time.